Welcome to another episode of the American Dream, a show that's unscripted, that combats negative media, commercial free. If you get anything out of today's show, it's about dreaming big. Let's start the show right now. We do it in the spirit of going against the grain of the negative media, giving inspiring information, and having people walk away from our show with something of value. You're seeing a disruption in both the real estate and the mortgage space. A lot of people just not willing to put in the work. What video does is that it demands an emotional response. You know what I love about the show? It's totally <laughs> unscripted. <laughs> So we talk about this show, The American Dream. A big piece of it is how it's a mindset, not a circumstance. I don't know if there's anyone who better illustrates it than a guy named Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone is a guy who came from nothing. He's built a successful empire that sells books, products, coaching. Overall, just a very inspirational guy. So we're here in Miami and we're sitting in a bank. Now, what you don't know is the bank, actually the, all this commercial space, Grant just bought it. So we're gonna go meet Grant, we're gonna walk around, show his company culture, get to know his story uh, a little bit better, and then we're gonna go visit his private jet. So this should be a lot of fun. Let's go ahead and let's check this out, follow me. So let me bring you back here, Craig. Uh, okay. uh, so this is a this is our e-commerce right here. We'll do about maybe 40 Mind this year. I snap a few no, no. shots and everything. And, and so, hey, Ryan Seco, how you doing? He, he's a pilot and, and works in the real estate. He's moved from phones to pilot to we're going to raise a billion dollars in cash for real estate deals. So we, we bought this building and we're blowing out all the way to that side. I need all the yeah, room in it. Yeah, what's going on guys? What's going on? Hey, so this, this is the boiler room right here, okay? These guys are making phone calls all day long, cold calls, warm calls, and follow-up calls. Hey guys, say hi to Craig, will you? That's how we roll, dog. That's how we roll. I'm Kara Kay with the American Dream. I get to meet with Ryan Surhant of Million Dollar Listing. It's an exclusive interview and it's one you won't want to miss. Are you ready to, to cheers to your book and your all your success? Sure. Okay. Are we are we drinking this? Yeah, I'm I mean Are we chugging? I know it? nothing about wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Kara Kay, and today I get to speak with Ryan Serhant. He is here in San Diego promoting his book. We are excited to read it. You do so well in real estate, and you know the power of media and TV. Thank you again for being here with us. Thanks for having me. Of course. With so. the wine in the wine room. It couldn't be classier, in my opinion. I know. It's very classy. I should have worn a tie. So I know that you know the importance of TV and media. How important do you think that is in real estate today? I think media is incredibly important in all businesses. I think any business that does anything for marketing in any way, shape, or form is now a media company. 
I mean, if you're a real estate brokerage like I am in New York City, we don't build the apartments, we don't build the buildings, we're not really real estate brokers, we're, we're media brokers, right? I find different ways to market my properties via media. And so for me, television has been huge, um, and now we do a lot through the digital space, right? You can see that a lot of networks are going digital, I have a YouTube vlog now, just to try to hit a different, you know, a different viewer base, it's, it's really important. Sure, I think you of all people know the importance of getting exposure to listings, which is why you've gotten into TV and media. Now talk about the transition into how important it is to be social as well as on TV. Yeah, I think that if you're a salesperson, right, which is what the book is for, is anybody who sells anything, you, you're really selling yourself, right? It's you're creating a relationship. You sometimes have to talk about the product. Sometimes you have to go into the price. Sometimes you have to go into the features. You need to have all that information, but that's, that's what you need to do. That's the job, right? Everything else, especially through social media, especially through different forms of media, is building that relationship passively. Right? This you and I talking right now is an active communication, building a relationship. Right. But I can hit so many more people through social, right. through YouTube, through LinkedIn articles. People talk about passive income all the time. For salespeople and for a lot of people in our generation, kind of the you know the gig generation. We have passive relationships, our passive income, because those will turn into other sources of work for us down the line, and we just don't even know what they are. If you are talking to a realtor who really wants to make it tomorrow and in the future, what would you, what advice would you give them? I, I am always blown away when I meet new salespeople, especially real estate agents, who post on Instagram once a month, who aren't doing anything on YouTube or on Facebook or on Twitter, and they say, well, that's not really me. Well, then, like, then the job isn't really you. Thank you for watching. Link, subscribe, you know what to do. Oh. Oh. You can't sit there and complain about not having business or sit there and complain about how the market's so tough if you're not actively doing things that are under your control. And what's under your control is putting out media. There's so many different places to absorb content these days and so many real places to hit real people to target them directly in your neighborhood, on your block, like that age group. It's all about consistency too, right? That's it's a really, really important word and it takes a long, long time. Like for me, you know, it took me three years before I stopped thinking about quitting real estate every day. It was, it was tough. And same thing for, for social media and all forms of media. Like you have to be consistent with what you put out there all the time and that way people know what to look for. Now, what do you guys think as a team, what does the American dream, I guess, mean to you in your office? It's, it's freedom of choice to be able to own a home if you want, or rent a home if you want, or to be able to have this job or that job or this opportunity or that opportunity without repercussion other than your own expectations and your own stress that you put on yourself. I really do think that everybody has that thing in their stomach that is trying to get them to that next level in their life that they actually can take control of, but not everybody wants it. And you know, that's the one thing I can't teach. Like I can teach a lot in the book about how to find what your motivation is, how to find what's gonna wake you up every day, how to find what's gonna help you make a little bit of extra money every single month, but I can't teach you to want more for yourself. You have to want that on your own. So we're cheersing cheers to the American, American dream. dream yes. Okay, let's do that again. Okay. So it's like for real. Okay, cheers. cheers. All right. To the American dream. Mm. Am I supposed to drink more? No. Okay. How did we do? <laughs>
I am infamously terrible at outfits. No, I'm a real dude. And so where are we? What, what is this here? This is the e-commerce department. So we do about 40 million out of here. Everything Facebook, Instagram, webinars. What, what is the, the product line? So the coaching. The, the product line's everything from from uh, 10x hat, 20 bucks, cufflinks to uh, $80,000 program right here. So this is educational. This is, this is what I started with. I was basically educating uh, sales organizations, big big companies like from banks to car dealers, uh, car manufacturers, on how to handle a customer differently. So he's doing a video Skype conference call. Let's go back and see. Hey guys, how's it going, guys? They can hear you. Hey, you guys are awesome, man. I got my little glow on. How do I look? Dark. You're looking good. Dave's got a little filter, light filter here. Hey, really appreciate you guys. William, Jason, Elliot, Amanda, Lauren, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for being a customer. Anything we can do to help you guys, let us know, all right? Okay, thank you. So uh, that's uh, how we support our customers through Skype calls, Zoom, conf video conference. What's up here? This is a stat board. Okay, this is uh, Jeremy's made 110 calls. George Badia's got two minutes and 44 seconds, uh, two hours and 44 minutes of talk time already. Corey Gill, I don't know where Corey, Corey Gill, where you at, Corey Gill? Two appointments set, man? Did you set them both? Your mom and your uncle. Come on, man, come on. There are very few places where you can buy a home with truly unobstructive oceanfront views. Tammy Fuller has one that just hit the market for an amazing price. I can't wait to show you guys inside and make you fall in love exactly how I have. Tammy, thanks for having me out in OB today, or is this Point Loma? This is a very unique area that's kind of a little bit of both, so okay. it's Sunset Cliffs. So a little bit of both, so I'm not wrong, right? No. And we have Ed, who's one of your team members. Absolutely. And Ed is the listing manager? Yes. Okay, so you actually have a very large team, right? I have probably a medium-sized team. Okay. But um, I've got a team with lots of experience. Ed's been a realtor for 25 years, so I'm very fortunate at that. I have three other agents, support staff in the office, and four other associates that help us with open houses and showing buyers, um, and then we have one other one that is our accountant. Really nice. Yeah. So for your clients and people that are wanting to buy or sell with Team Tammy Fuller, um, what does that mean when you have such a big team? How does that benefit your clients? It means you get a lot of people for no more money, a lot of service. So you get a really excellent service. And that's our goal is to give that above and beyond service. That's amazing. And you really are the queen of OB Point Loma Sunset Cliffs area. I always see your signs everywhere. Queen sounds so old, but I'll, I'll go with it. Okay. <laughs> Not queen. We'll call you the princess. Does that work? Yeah, that works. <laughs> so where are we today? We are at my favorite listing, um, my favorite street of all times, and we're on Sunset Cliffs Boulevard. We have a four-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath home, almost 3,600 square feet, on a 11,000-square-foot lot with a three-car garage and it is completely redone inside. It's beautiful. We are unobstructible views. We are on the ocean. No one can build in front of you. That's all a natural park in front of us. And it's very exclusive and we are at a great price. 
the price is $2,695,000. Wow. So that's amazing to get this much house on this much land for under $3 million. It's amazing, and I love that, I mean, the whole entire benefit of Sunset Cliffs is that you can go out there on a picnic blanket and watch it. You know, when you don't live here, you can watch the beautiful sunset go down. But when you live in this house, you can truly just go out on your patio, open a bottle of wine, and you see the beautiful sunset every single night here. Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's really great, and I love that your listings have pools. A lot of your, like, <laughs> it's, it's really rare that there's a pool right next to the beach. <laughs> I think it just goes in waves. I'm very, very fortunate <laughs> right now. So um, we don't have a lot of pools in this area just because we have the ocean, but it's nice. So if you're a lap swimmer or you just want to have fun with the kids or just um, have a pool party, you've got your own pool here. All right, so when I walked into this home, it was really warm and welcoming with a grand entrance. Tell me a little bit about the floor plan and the details of this home. Well, the, the way it's set up in the front is, is that you can have dinner, be cooking for friends, they can be looking out of the ocean and talking to people at the same time in the, in the kitchen. Sort of a circular kind of a feeling and it just makes it really fun for entertaining. You can watch the sunset, drink a glass of wine and be talking to the person cooking dinner. The owners put a lot of her own decorating touches on this house with some pieces from Italy that are really, really special. She has a flair for decorating and it's, it's evident when you look in the house. Yeah, it's beautiful. Some, I've never seen some of these pieces before or anything like it. Yeah, and even the particular piece I love is in the bathroom, there's this Italian marble piece that she turned into a sink that's wow. antique and it's really, really beautiful. Some love and details went into this home and I'm sure the Definitely. new owners will feel it. Definitely. Absolutely. It's amazing. In this area, um, I'm seeing a lot behind us. There's like some two-story homes going on over the garages. What is that? A lot of people build guest homes here because the, large, the lots are so large and it really is a wonderful way if you want to do a VRBO or if you just wanted a, what we call a granny flat or a family, um, extended family unit. You can build that over the garage? You can. Oh, that's really nice. And you're not obstructing anybody's view, so it's fine back there. Right. So the two stories, but you have ocean views from the bottom floor and the top floor, right? Yes. That's amazing too. Well, Tammy, I think that this home is beautiful. I think it's amazing. And if somebody wants to move in here, they have the perfect opportunity for a very good price right now, right? Right. <laughs> I love it. Well, Ed and Tammy, thank you so much for joining me today in your guys' beautiful home. And I think I'm gonna kick back here for a while and enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy. Thank you so much for having us. We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three. Listen. What I love about you, Grant, is that there's a lot of people out there right now and, and they're, they're preaching bullshit, right? There's a lot of snake oil salesmen that live online now and I've followed you, gotten to know you. You, you really live what you talk about. I mean, 10X isn't just some brand. Like you're actually someone who invests time, energy, and capital into growth. Where, yeah. where does that inspiration come from? Because it's definitely real, man. Uh, in the beginning uh, years of me being an entrepreneur, I was, I didn't spend any money. I didn't have any employees. I had a half of an employee. I worked out of my office. I did everything on the cheap. What year was this? This is, uh, I mean, late 90s. Okay. Even even for the first 20 years though of my career, like if you go back and look at what I was doing, I was a speaker and a consultant 
on how to grow a business, but I didn't have a business. Okay. And I hated it. Yeah. Because every time I'm talking to a guy about growing a business, when I went back to my hotel that night, I was just selling time. Sure. I was the guy you were describing. Why do you feel so much more confident today? I got, I got 115 employees that 30 of them probably will become millionaires. Wow. Uh, I'm not Facebook. I'm not Amazon. Like, I'm not doing this on the backs of Wall Street. The, this is this is now it's now real. I'm orchestrating a business. This is all happened in the last eight or nine years. Incredible. Yeah. When when you take the lid off of that's why I'm so passionate about what I talk about because when you take the lid off of um, this idea that you're going to work from home that's so popular today. Yeah. You're going to be a consultant or an advertiser or a marketer from your from your bedroom and you're gonna make millions of dollars, it doesn't matter, you're, you're still not gonna be a business. The online world creates so much opportunity, yeah. but there's also so much phoniness to totally, it, right? Totally. And there's, I'm in the middle of writing a book right now called American Dream 2.0, and it's talking about the digital age connectivity, but you can't ignore work ethic and real relationships yeah. and yeah. building social yeah. capital. And I yeah. think if you can bring those worlds together, it's probably the greatest opportunity in the history of mankind. I mean, look, at you, you left San Diego to come to Miami to build your business out. You can't, yeah. it's you some point, get yeah. it, you can't do everything on Facebook and Instagram. There's still gotta be somebody pr putting time and energy and resources and risk. I really admire that about what you guys are doing with the with American Dream. Well, you know, and, and think about that term, the American Dream, a lot of people say it's dead. Right? Yeah. And the moment you stop dreaming, I think, is the moment that you're dead. Tell us what's next for you. So you got a big event coming up, but give us a three, five, ten years. Where, where do you think you go from here? You know, I have a company that I think I can take to $10 billion. I'm, I'm gonna, my goal is to build the biggest real estate company, privately held real estate company in the country. So you're still inspired, still hustling. Yeah, still still excited. We just, you know, uh, just released a book. It was the best best release of any book I've ever done by 10 times. Wow. And um, so we're excited about a lot of stuff. I wanna make the people that either partner with me or work with me to be, you know, to do as well as I'm doing, if that's possible, and, and I think it is. Um, we're really inspiring people, yeah. man. As I was driving over here, you know, we're posting, doing, doing yeah. the social media thing too, and I can't tell you, tell you how many messages I'm getting from people telling me to thank you. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, so yeah. I hope uh, yeah. I hope you get that on the day to day. But I just want to share yeah. that with you. Yeah. Appreciate you thank having you, us out thank here. Thank you, a lot of fun. Appreciate you. Okay, we'll take it up All in right. here next time. Yeah, let's do it. Here, I'm so excited. We're at one of the best destinations in all of San Diego and Southern California. We're at Bates Nut Farm in Valley Center. And AJ, thank you for bringing me here and introducing me to a fourth generation Bates. So you're so familiar with this. Yes, I am. <laughs> so Sherry is, like you said, fourth generation Bates, which is crazy. It's so amazing that you're out here with us. Um, we're here because this is one of my favorite spots, especially around this time of year. We always bring the boys and do the pumpkin patch, the corn maze, the hay rides, everything. So I figured this would be the perfect spot to feature. Thanks for coming. I'm Absolutely. Sure this is the busiest time for you, right? Everybody picking out their pumpkin patch. This <laughs> is the busiest time of the year and just and actually the most fun time of the year to see all the families kind of make the journey out to the farm. So. so I've never been here. So what would you say, give some advice to a newbie here? Well, I would, I mean, there's a lot to experience. So it's a great place to take photos, number one. You know, 
everyone always has to get those yearly photos. Right? I, mean, I, I see the family pictures. Some people come dressed and some come, the photos are great. We have tons of different kinds of pumpkins. We grow the Atlantic Giants. And then we have everything from little pumpkins and we have a lot of different varieties um, that you can pick from plus squash and gourds and all kinds of things. And so that's, I mean, that's fun here. And then we have the hayride and the straw maze. There's over 2,000 bales in there and you, the kids love going in there and you can kind of see over, but you, there's different uh, stations. You have to find the eight stations in the maze. So there's that, and then during the, on weekends, it just turns into a huge festival, and I think you were saying you've yeah. been out here before. It's quiet here today, but normally it's it's like Kaboo at, at a Pumpkin Patch. <laughs> it's pumpkin Patch, yeah. <laughs> I love it. But there's a lot of history here, right? Yeah. So you've been around yes. since 1921. Wow. My great-grandfather came here and planted walnut trees, and where we're standing, I can remember as a little girl, this whole valley here was all walnut trees. And so they had a processing plant and then they sold wholesale for, to bakeries and to clubs and organizations yeah. from LA down. And that like they would go into schools, like the school secretaries and take their orders. Because back then there was no Costco's, yeah. you know, Trader Joe's, grocery Amazon. store. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cooking, yeah, all the above. And so we would end up supplying them with a lot of the walnuts and uh, my great, my grandfather had an inner city school call up and say, we'd love to bring our kids out and see the farm. And so, you know, they never had had that experience, a lot of inner city kids. And he says, I might even be able to give you some pumpkins. So he brought them out and they gave them pumpkins. And then all of a sudden the next year, more teachers called and more, and they started going, huh, I think we can, we're onto something here. Yeah, yeah, we're onto something here. People love coming out to the farm. And, and there's they so much today. to see. Yeah. So I know you two are going to start some exploring because there's a lot to see and it's more than just pumpkins, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You want to show us around? Yes. Yeah. I'd love Let's to. Do Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Sherry. So we're here on the hayride going around the property, you said you've got 100 acres and you're using about 60 of them for the actual attraction here. So tell me about the layout, you know, what you guys are doing around here. I know this weekend's a little bit different when you bring out the uh, vendors and the music, but uh, we're going through the pumpkin patch here now. Talk to me about like how many pumpkins you guys go through and what you guys are growing versus bringing in. Oh gosh, um, we grow about, um, probably about 10 acres um, of pumpkins and we grow, well probably even more than that with all the others, but of just the Atlantic Giants we grow about eight acres and then we probably do another four of some other varieties of pumpkins. Okay. Um, as far as what we grow and what we bring in, I, I would almost say it's maybe 50-50, maybe it's a little more what we grow. But um, for the, to keep up with the demand of what people want, and then usually like the regular size, and it's less money to bring in the smaller ones. So um, it works out really well. Plus, it's such an experience to grab the wheelbarrow and to go out and get that big pumpkin. Other than the pumpkins, talk to me about the attractions. I know we're going to swoop around and see the petting zoo and some other things. What, what are your favorite spots here on the property? Uh, um, probably my favorite. I mean, one of the highlights by far is the pony rides. People that love for their kids to have an opportunity to ride on a pony. Sure. I mean, it's every girl's dream, right? So um, we have many people that come out just for the pony rides. And the animals, I mean, 
How often do your kids get to touch an animal? Last weekend we had Farm Education Day and I bought some baby chicks and the kids got to hold them. And so it, that in itself, being able to be with the animals is huge. Sure. And so I see that. And then we have, on the weekends, we'll have rock climb and we'll have all the festival type things, bounce, slide. Uh, there's lots of kids in paint where the kids can paint their own ceramics. Face, face, face painting. painting. Yeah. Oh yeah, everybody's got to have their face painted. Sure. And so it's just one, you know, it really is one big festival experience and then there's music and food and we bring in food trucks and um, all kinds of like kettle corn, all things you would expect us to have and every day, every Saturday and Sunday we have different bands come in, usually from 12 to 3 and then the middle two weekends 12 to 4. Okay. And on weekends there is a $5 um, parking. Um, but then that, pretty much after that, it's what you choose to spend while you're here. The average hay ride is like two, what we're on right now, costs 250 And same with the straw maze. So things I feel like are pretty reasonable for the most part. Sure. And you can get a package and it works. Well, yeah. I mean, in comparison, you know, we go to places like Dave and Buster's for the kids and one game is three or four dollars. I mean, this is way more enjoyment to me than playing a video game, doing something like that. So I think it's well worth the money to come out and have yeah. a great day with the family. Oh, yeah. the pony rides pony ride. and we're going to the petting corral which I know our kids love. Uh, it's got to yep. be one of the most popular spots here. Oh absolutely. Wait till you see all these. Oh man. This I'm sure is packed during the weekends. What does it cost to bring your kids in here and do this? Three dollars and then the pony rides are like eight dollars or you okay. can do a combo pack for ten. A discount. I like a deal. Yeah, and you can also like we sell packages. Like our normal um, pumpkin package is, uh, uh, you get a regular jack o' lantern pumpkin. You get two tickets with that for eleven dollars. Okay. So you can choose to use those two tickets for towards a um, pony ride, or you can use it for the hay ride, or for the straw maze. It used to be we just did that, but now they everything going on, people can use. They can buy so many tickets and use it for everything. Awesome. So, it works really well. Great. I feel like they could be that wide. <laughs> they can. So as if these animals aren't cute enough and the kids aren't excited enough, you guys are supposed to do free fudge tasting up at the store? We do. Can we go do some of that? Absolutely. Let's awesome. go. Let's go. So the fudge is phenomenal. I don't know how you guys stay skinny with all this candy around here. Um, so you showed us all the seasonal stuff, the pumpkin patch and everything you're doing right now in October, but you're also open year round. So what does that look like here at the other months of the year? Yeah, basically people come out the rest of the year where our stores are open, they can picnic here, and then we have tons of events and you'll see that we have dog shows, craft fairs, we have a craft fair this weekend as well. Car shows. And car shows and we do weddings and many, many events. We're having a mud run here in a month. Okay. Uh, so definitely check out our website okay. because it shows what's going on. And you guys are right here in the middle of Valley Center. Yeah, we're just out of Escondido, 12 miles from um, 15. So it's a nice little drive out from there. For sure. Well, if you guys have kids, it's definitely a place to come, October especially or year round. Uh, thank you so much for having us out. We really appreciate it. Well, we'd love to have you. Do we get to eat our fudge now? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>
So that's all for today's episode of The American Dream. Look, The American Dream is about overcoming adversity or dreaming big. Hope you enjoyed today's show, always combating negative media. Don't forget you can follow us on social media. See you next week.